Welcome to KuzaCast, where we interview some of the most influential people in tourism from around the world. My name is Graham Watson, and I'm the founder of Kuza Global. The word Kuza means a new dawn, and in 2023, we want to find out just how our guests are working towards that new dawn. Join us and subscribe to future episodes as we hope to inspire you with stories of strength and resilience in the tourism industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Kuza Cast. Today is uh, with a good friend and and colleague, Andrew Camp. How are you today, Andrew? Graham, nice surprise. I didn't expect this call. <laughs> so you you uh, you, you yeah. so yeah. Uh, if if you didn't re- remember, yeah, we were recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah this this isn't this isn't uh, me with with my what what I used to have Neptune's tavern remember those those days in, in the pandemic where where we used I to did, get a, yeah. a group group of us together around uh, the bar and yeah that's that's how we got through so um yeah this this will this will be all above board I can assure you yes yeah no it will be it will be and the bits that aren't will be edited out and never seen again yeah <laughs> so no, well, thanks um, for asking and, and Thanks for the invite. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, I'm humbled and, uh, pleasure to, to be part of it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem at all. It's, uh, obviously you, you've gone from strength to strength and in, in your career, and this is all about just getting people, uh, who are making an impact in tourism. Um, you know, just to, just to share knowledge with, uh, with the global audience that is listening, we've got many countries, uh, people from many countries listening in. So, just a bit of a, a yeah, a bit of a background. You are the group manager of international sales and marketing at Sun International, and um, we we worked previously together down in good old Derbs. So that's how we met. Um, in fact, I've just remembered you, you you helped me uh, put me in touch with with Craig Drysdale when I when I was moving back from America. So. Also instrumental in helping me, uh, yeah, move back to Durban uh, in 2013. Yes. Now that was uh, that was um, ten years ago. That's right. So, yeah, that's wow. right. You were uh, you were in LA at the time. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and and yeah. yeah, we you got in contact, and uh, uh, I, I hope it was a good thing. <laughs> it was. No, it definitely was. And then, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it was good to get back to. You know, there's nothing nothing greater than being in uh, in your hometown. Good old, good old Durban. You you can't really go wrong. Um, so Andrew, for those uh, who don't know you, would you mind just running through your history of your your career? Um, I know you and I both started uh, in London in our in our early twenties. You know, there's possibly a very good chance that uh, we ran into each other in the in the debauch days of um, of, <laughs> of of London life in the early twenties. But yeah, you you started off in recruitment and then got into travel a bit later on. So yeah, just run through, run through how you got to where you are. Sure. Uh, so uh, essentially, I studied a through the Institute of Marketing and Management. I studied uh, marketing and business management um, after that was after school, and then uh, was working in went straight into sales and marketing roles. Uh, business development right up from the front. So right, right up from the start with a, a sports retailer group uh, in Durban. And uh, after moving uh, from a casual position, working weekends while I was studying, uh, moved into a permanent role and and uh, moved from a, a sales specialist to a uh, assistant manager. 
Um, and, and at this time I was probably 22 years old and, uh, it was, it was the same year as Nelson Mandela, um, becoming uh, our, our president of the new democracy. So a really special time in, in our country. And, uh, I remember very clearly being at the beach, uh, one weekend. It was sorry. It was actually good. It was actually Good Friday. It was the Easter weekend, and it was Good Friday. So the retailer that I was working for uh, had closed. Obviously, it was in a mall, and the the mall was closed. And uh, I I got a I came out of the water, and I had a message on my phone, my first cell phone that I'd ever had ever owned, uh, to say that, and it was from the center management to say that they had. Uh, that Nelson Mandela was outside of our store and wanting to purchase a rugby ball and a and a soccer ball for his grandkids. And, you, and you I thought, it was, thought it was a wind up, yeah. No, absolute wind up. I thought this can't be can't be true. At the <laughs> same time, I was getting a call from my manager at the time to say he had received the same, and um, we better get to the Pavilion Shopping Centre immediately. Um, and which I did, I was still in my wet board shorts, uh, pulled on a shirt and raced off, uh, to the, the pavilion shopping center. And, uh, and sure enough, as I walked in, there was a crowd of people around the, the retail store and, uh, and there he was, I, he was, I couldn't believe my eyes. Uh, there was Nelson Mandela sitting, sitting outside the store. He had, he, he was already old in those days. Uh, he was in his, um, mid seventies and, uh, or early seventies, but he was pretty frail. His eyesight was bad and, and he was pretty frail. He was using a, a, a walking stick, but the security came up to me and asked me who I was uh, approaching quite quickly. <laughs> and uh, when, when I mentioned who I was, they said, great, he's been waiting for 20 minutes. Can we, can we please open up the store? And uh, we had protocols in place that we had to have two people there. And anyway, I, I, I told the security guy, uh, this the story about I had to wait for the manager, and he said, "Look, this is the president." And I was like, "Right, okay, well, uh, mm. no more, uh, no, no more waiting then." And so, but as I opened up the 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 uh, the door, um, my manager arrived. We quickly ran back, turned the lights on, turned the security alarm off, and um, and then had to boot up the systems uh, because, as you know, back in back in the nineties, I mean, things weren't quick. So, yeah. Um, yeah, as I walked back out into the store from the back. There was Nelson and a couple of other security guards in the store, and I got a, I got the opportunity to shake his hand and, and meet the, this amazing man and uh, and and serve him. Um, I just remember his his absolute humility and and grace and uh, just he made you know if you've probably heard people say this, but he he really had the ability to make you feel like you were the only person in the room and uh, really sincere and just such a, a jokester. I mean, he was cracking jokes the whole time. And when, when I asked him, you know, how I could help him and he said he wanted to buy a rugby ball and a, and a football for his grandkids, I started going into, well, you know, what surface are they playing on and the typical sort of sales tactic techniques, <laughs> asking, <laughs> asking questions and trying to, you know, understand the, 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 what, what was needed anyway. Um, yeah, it was, it, it was about five minutes that I spent with him, but it felt like hours and it was one of the most incredible things that's ever happened to me. Um, yeah. so that was that was my um, foray, my first job in sales, uh, and then moved into marketing roles, and eventually, yeah, mid, my mid twenties, uh, headed off to wonderful London, and uh, initially was supposed it was supposed to be two years, 
uh, on a working visa and uh, more doors opened while I was there and eventually found myself, I was working for GlaxoSmithKline in the pharmaceutical industry and their marketing team. And then um, uh, after a one year contract there, I was at a recruitment firm and looking, looking to, to uh, uh, find another job. And uh, while I was there, they asked me if I'd uh, be interested in working in recruitment and ended up at the same, on that same day, uh, joining a recruitment day. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty incredible. I was then offered a job at the end of it. And um, yeah, uh, I ended up working in financial recruitment for about four years mm. and uh, eventually uh, moved back to, back to Durban. Uh, was working for a, uh, a small recruitment firm in Durban, and one of their clients was Thompson's Africa. And uh, so, essentially, I recruited myself into the industry. That's sorry, <laughs> very long story, but ultimately, yeah. I was there at Thompson's Africa one day, taking a job spec from HR uh, for a finance position, and they said, uh, "We, uh, do you know anybody who can help us with filling a sales manager role?" for international sales. And the more they told me, I said, absolutely. Uh, one of my colleagues can handle that. But the more they told me about it, the more I thought, well, this is, uh, this is right up my street. Mm. And having been in, having been in London for seven years and, and traveled a lot, um, all over Europe, um, to North Africa, to uh, the States, uh, East, Eastern Europe as well. Um, I, I was uh, very keen on, on this position. So, Put my uh, put my CV forward, um, handed over the job spec to one of my colleagues, so there was no conflict of interest. And then uh, mm. the next thing, the next thing, I was being interviewed, and uh, ended up uh, uh, at Thompson's Africa, looking after the inbound sales for uh, the Far East, India, and Middle East. And that was my entry into the industry. I successfully recruited myself into. <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes, yeah. I mean, if all else fails, you 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 know that you're a bloody good recruiter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yep, exactly. So, uh, yeah, and then after seven years with Thompson's Africa, um, moving uh, moved moved markets a, a couple of times. Uh, there was an opportunity opportunity to look after the North American market, which was a bigger region and uh I, I looked after that for four years uh and then um through the industry had met my my now fiance and uh she was based in joburg uh she is based in joburg and i was in durban we had a long distance relationship for two years and eventually uh i moved up to the the bright lights of uh, johannesburg uh to uh, further my career with with sun international so um extremely I'm grateful um, for that opportunity, and I've learned a hell of a lot over the five years. In fact, mm. it's it'll be five years in like in in two weeks' time. So, yeah, yeah. it's been a it's it's been an interesting journey. Yeah, it's amazing how uh, yeah people's careers just go from from one one to the next. It's um so I suppose I mean one of the questions I ask like what what didn't you expect? And I suppose working in the travel industry, you you I mean that probably never <laughs> crossed your mind really when you were. Uh, younger Graham it never it never entered my mind and I don't know why because now what I know you know what I know about it now um, yeah. I, it would absolutely have featured in, in one of my top industries you know I think when when, when kids leave leave school there's they, they very few ab, in, absolutely are convinced about what they want to do so you know you, you get your qualifications you you move out into the big wide world you've got all this 
you know, you, everyone's telling you that you have to get going. Um, and I, I, th I think what would have been ideal uh, for me is to travel first uh, after, mm. you know, after finishing my studies, maybe taken a, a gap year out and, and traveled and uh, got, it, got it out of the system. Um, but, you know, it worked out well for me the way it, it happened anyway. You know, be, living in London and being um, central to the globe uh, and, and having the strength of the pound was, uh, was amazing. And being able to travel, um, you know, into other countries and onto other continents was was very special. And I think that's where the bug bit. And I was, uh, you know, after that, it was a no-brainer uh, for me to to work within the tourism industry. I just didn't know how to to be part of it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, for anybody looking to be part of the tourism industry, um, I would say absolutely. Um, don't even think about it twice. Uh, just you know, put your head down, learn as much as you can, find out, um, speak you know, speak to speak to people in the industry. Um, if you're already in the industry, then you know, communicate with as many colleagues as as you can. Uh, speak to external stakeholders to educate yourself. Uh, network every day. It's it's just it, you know, it's such a wonderful in industry to be part of. To have friends around the world um, mm. that start off well, they start off as as industry colleagues and end up as friends. I mean, it's just yeah. it's phenomenal. Yes, that's true. And and we're all, I mean, relatively young still. Relatively young. We, we still got a few years <laughs> left of our, our careers. And the nice thing is, is that we're kind of all move, moving up together. I mean, everybody that... Uh, that we knew as clients are also sort of moving up the ranks in their businesses. And it's just, it's just very, very interesting. And as you say, they, they've become personal friends. I mean, you know, it's, uh, you For know, sure. it's, and, and as you say, you get to meet uh, people from all over the world and it's not just about, I mean, everybody, you know, we, I've spoken about this with other guests and, you know, it's, it's the, everybody thinks as we know that the glamorous life of a, of a salesperson, but you know, when, when you do have, when you do have family and everybody back back home, you know, to be three, sometimes four weeks, um, even longer sometimes uh, apart from them is also, it's not easy. So, um, for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure you, yeah, have found that too. It's, uh, so yeah, look, it, it's all give and take, but it's one of those passion industries where I think that, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, the fact that, uh, you know, after the last three years, we, we're all still here basically by choice because you know i'm sure there were many other industries that were not as badly affected in the last three years that we we could have moved on to but you know it's it's yeah it's it's a magnet and 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 most people i've spoken to have said the same absolutely graham uh i mean we've got close extended family who you know who run logistics companies and their businesses have boomed over the last three years because mm the nature of uh, purchases over the last while people were able to go to shopping centers and so everything was done online so you know the logistics companies have done extremely well um mm. lot, there's other industries that have benefited from COVID as uh, as well but you, you're right you know for those of us who who have remained in the, in the industry it is tough we know that there's going to be uh, further complications that's you know one thing we can be certain about in this industry is uncertainty um yeah. uh, you know there are i mean I think I heard it on one of your other po podcasts since, you know, we had the the World Cup in, in 2010 and it was this crest of a wave. And then 
um, you know, 2015, there were issues, uh, the Ebola issues, and we've had water crises, we've had unabridged birth certificate issues, mm. visa concerns, and, and it's just, you know, we've had a lot of challenges, um, but we've overcome them. And, uh, you know, I think the, the industry's had to become quite resilient over the last few years. Yeah. And uh, so for those who are, uh, are still around, um, and there's many of us, uh, it's it's just it, you know we we stand strong. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's um, we know there are going to be challenges going forward, and I think what the last three years has, has taught us is to be resilient and agile. Those are the two most important things. Yeah, and and, and we we create we create our own um, ecosystem in a way because you know we 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 help each other out as you say we we stand strong together and and um it's the the networking and the ears to the ground all over the world it's it's always always good to know that your business uh has ambassadors everywhere because people love your products and uh, you know your hotels are are lovely and you know it's it's just a matter of yeah it's it's it, yeah as you say the networking and and that's that's what keeps everything going um yeah so you said something quite key there i just wanted to to, to comment on something there you mentioned yeah. uh it's, you know it can be taxing when you when you're on you know on a three-week journey or even more i know there's quite a few people that will you know travel for four five even six weeks and that's uh that's, that's pretty tough um being away from home for that that length of time i'm pretty sure everybody uh listening to this to this uh podcast who is from Africa or South Africa, but from Africa at large, uh, if you've, uh, you've, you've probably been in a scenario where you've, you're standing in front of an audience, um, uh, of agents and you're about to present your product and you perhaps start off with a, a video that, uh, you know, captures what South Africa is all about. And, uh, you've had an enormous lump in your throat. Maybe it's a, a visual of, you know, your hometown, or perhaps it's mm. a, it's a, it's a, a song by Johnny Clegg, whatever it may be. Um, I've been there. You, you know, you're standing in a faraway country on a diff way different timeline, and you've got a huge lump in your throat, and that's pride. Um, we, we, we're, we're a very proud nation. Uh, we, we love what we do. Uh, mm. So, yeah, it's um, it's a special, very special industry to to be a part of. Yeah. So, just your, I mean, I know you, you, you still, uh, you still quite fit. You often put me to shame with your, with your exercise regime how many comrades have you run now i uh, it's uh, still it's a while back now but i've run three uh Gee, three comrades yeah. marathons um and uh in fact they, i've been in the industry for uh, 12 years now and i ran my last comrades in 2012 um so i haven't run uh, comrades since but i have done a few uh, marathons and half marathons um since and uh, still try to keep fit, you know, but I believe you've got to, uh, to deal with the pressures, um, that we, that we have to deal with. I believe that, uh, a healthy body, healthy mind scenario, Absolutely, yeah. um, or whatever you, whatever, you, you know, if, if you're into meditation or reading books to relax or whatever it may be, um, whatever is your thing. Um, but you, you, you definitely need to pair tourism with, some sort of uh, exercise or relaxing yeah. um, <laughs> mantra or, or um, uh, you know, activity to uh, to handle the pressures. It's a very, very pressured environment. Yeah. And there's there's way too much free quiche going around. <laughs> so you, 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 have, you have to exercise. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I <laughs> for mean, sure. I, yeah, I always remember looking at you, kind of running around Vancouver or something, and I just think, my God, I wish, I wish I had that uh, that motivation <laughs> to to uh, combine sightseeing with exercise. Yeah. So anyway, may, maybe in, maybe in the future. It's also, it's also a good way to you know when you get to when you're flying across nine time zones to try and get your body back into sync by doing some sort of exercise whether it's mm-hmm. in the you know in the hotel room or the or the hotel fitness center or yeah, yeah. outside i mean fresh is the best and and you know even a a good uh, a good half an hour walk uh, is is equally beneficial to yeah. just setting your, your 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 body clock right i do remember being in a hotel gym at two o'clock in the morning one so that made me quite proud <laughs> it, it wasn't stockholm or something like that I, yeah i do nice. remember not not being able to sleep and then yeah two o'clock in the morning on on the bikes thinking i'm a, thinking i'm a, a nutcase but uh yeah Brilliant. it's Brilliant. um yeah, yeah ex- exercise when you're traveling is uh is quite is quite important um especially yeah with the with the time zones and you know, quite often I used to, I'm sure you did too, you would fly across the world and I would go straight from the airport into a meeting after like 24 hours because um, you're trying to cram in just as, as much as you can. Um, yeah, I was yeah. Um, uh, about 10 years ago, no, about 10 years ago, I uh, was flying back from Vancouver uh, to Durban, uh, obviously via, via uh, London and um, and was in Durban for about three days before flying off on four flights to Fiji for my friend's wedding. So I had crossed the globe um, yeah. pretty much um, in, in the space of a few days. It was, yeah, uh, by the time I got to Fiji after those four flights, I was... I was nowhere. Um, I do, I do but remember it was, that. It was a wedding, so it wasn't too yeah. much of a hassle. To, <laughs> no and work then, required. And then how long afterwards did you realize that you could have got from Vancouver to Fiji in 11 hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the, the other way would have been better for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, had to, I, had to I think be there's back, even uh, a direct flight now. <laughs> Um, I think yeah. there probably is. Uh, yeah. yeah, I had to be back. I had to be back in Durban for um, for something, and and also uh, uh, yeah, I'd been away for three weeks, and it was uh, reco- it was definitely needed. I needed a, yeah, yeah. a few days, just a, a change of uh, a new change of clothing and uh, and uh, other things for the wedding. So yeah, yeah. I was the best man. So I needed to you know get 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 my the right stuff. Yeah, for the wedding. F- Fiji's lovely. I've I've been there twice. Oddly enough. <laughs> one of those places that you think you're ever going to go to like once, but yeah, but I'll definitely go back. It's, it's a great, love, lovely people. So friendly. Yeah. Um, what amazed me when I, when I got there and you know, eventually I'd, I'd arrived at two in the morning and when I arrived in Fiji, um, uh, sorry, that day, uh, when the sun rose, I was like, I looked out the window and I thought I've taken four flights to get here from Durban and it looks exactly like Mozambique. There's the white sand tick. There's <laughs> yeah. the, there's the, turquoise water tick the palm trees tick and then i turned around and i saw the locals and the big burly men dressed in reed skirts and i was like okay, yeah, there's yeah. The difference. yeah there's, there's the difference <laughs> so i was uh no it was amazing uh, really incredible destination yeah so you you um also quite a i mean a lot of people on that i've spoken to uh, on the podcast have mentioned that they're kind of the most productive time of day is like they, everybody wakes up at five. So I'm trying to now start waking up at like five, half past five. <laughs> and, you know, this morning, yeah, it was quarter past five. The alarm went off. And because nice. I just, um, it's, it is true because you, you get so much done. And then by the time 
you know you've got a lot of work done you've got a lot of things ticked off and then you look at the clock and it's it's sort of half past eight in the morning but you've accomplished so much so there is um there is there is a definite benefit to to waking up early i mean being in joburg it's obviously quite you know traffic you have to take into account what is your what is your general kind of work work day i mean how do you kind of structure how do you balance everything out in terms of productivity and you know right yeah it it is um, it it works for me i'm i'm an early bird so i'm up really early the dogs we've got three dogs and uh, the dogs get me up around half past four quarter to five um and uh, they get fed shortly after that uh and then um and then that's that that's pretty much the start of my day make a coffee uh, I know it's a bad habit, but um, you know, before I need to get onto the road into Santon, um or get ready and then onto the, you know on the road, I um, I do check emails, um, prioritize my day, have a look at what meetings I've um, I've got ahead. Uh, not not that I have to do anything at that particular moment at quarter past five, but it's just to get my mind around it. So uh, once I'm in the office, um, then there's there's usually uh, it's usually around seven o'clock in the morning. Um, depending on the traffic, sometimes that can be a bit of a bit of a delay. But um, by by that stage, I've already spent some time in the car thinking about what I need to do. Um, so that is, you know, that's that is some quiet time. Or uh, use that time to make calls to coastal teams of mine. Um, so it's uh, it yeah, it's you know, by the time I'm at work, then I've already had, I've already you know, isolated uh, emails or responded to some emails that needed urgent attention. Mm. Um, and I know what's coming up. I can prep for my meetings first thing. I try not to, uh, and I know you feel the same way about this. I'm tr- uh, we trying to reduce the number of meetings that we that we have, or the amount of time that we do meetings in. So, for instance, if there's a, you can imagine with Sun International being a large corporate, we've we've got a lot of a lot of teams and uh, a huge structure. So there can be a lot of emails flying around and a lot of uh, meetings being set up. I'm always challenging that. I'm always um, asking if it's necessary to meet, um, or uh, if it, if an hour is allocated, uh, you know, can we can we uh, finish in half an hour rather mm. than dragging it on? Um, I, I have better things to do than sit in meetings. Um, yeah. So so yeah, I um, I've, I've, I find that the tools for me that work uh, are a, 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 my digital calendar, of course, yeah. and uh, a, a physical uh, written to do list. Um, which I change daily, and if things are, and we all know very well in this industry that you never get home and say, "Oh, I finished everything I needed to today." It doesn't happen. In no, this never. It's uh, <laughs> things carry over. You know, uh, we 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 move things from day to day, um, and uh, big tasks, large strategic tasks need to be ongoing. Um, so we, yeah, I, I I find that those two. Uh, the, the combination of a of a written to-do list and a, and a digital calendar help me plan mm. my day and my week uh, so yeah that's that's all works for me yeah uh, I've, and I've, I'm, yeah. I'm early I'm we, you know we, we're early to bed um, so yeah. it's not difficult so I'm re- I've, I've had a full night's sleep by the time I'm up at five so I'm ready to go yeah no I mean absolutely it's it's the, the only the only time that that's hard to do I suppose is during the Indabas and the We Are Africas and the WTMs and you know, get, getting sure. an early night and waking up at five. That's uh, <laughs> it's what we'd all love to do. But, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> m- many, many a yeah. deal gets done at uh, one o'clock in the morning. I think we, 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 we know that as well. <laughs> yeah. Around the, around the <laughs> hotel bar. Yeah. 
Um, Absolutely. I think that's what we've missed over the last few years. Yes. Like obviously coming coming back, but the connection, um, the face-to-face connection is is crucial. Um, you can't, I mean, you, yes, you can connect with people virtually, uh, but it's, it's, it, it isn't, uh, it isn't what we as humans are, are meant to do. It's, uh, we are supposed to, um, hug and sh- uh, shake hands and, um, and look each other in the actual eyes, not on a, not on a screen. Yeah. Yeah. So what, um, I mean, the, the, the lasting difference, I mean, there, there are a few in, in the tourism industry that's, that's changed in the last three years. I mean, from a, from a product point of view, my, my kind of thinking would be that re you know cancellation policies and and refunds and all that those those policies would have changed uh would have changed i would imagine am, am i right or or not so much yeah, they, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think there's um there's a definite need for more flexibility around the terms yeah. which is completely understandable i mean what's happening now and in uh in turkey is um is is really um, yeah 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 hectic and and we've um you know of course it's force majeure we yeah we we had quite a few tour series uh groups um that are due to arrive in the next three months and we don't expect them to and we are mm. not charging of course mm. we, we of course. it's uh we have so there's there's got to be a lot of understanding agility and and flexibility around these conversations, um, it's, an, it's, it's not a blanket statement that we put out there. We deal with these on a case-by-case basis. Um, over the last two years, we've refunded uh, many, many millions rands worth of, uh, of deposits. Uh, we've waived yeah. cancellations. Um, there, but there has to be a time where the product is also protected. Yeah, um, you know, with, without, without, I mean, if it wasn't for the, the gambling industry, um, Sun International was was in a tough space with with you know with six months of, of hotels, uh, sorry six months of hotel closures uh, mm. during the worst time, and um, no international business, and uh, very little dom- domestic business. Uh, it really was the the casino operations that mm. uh, kept us afloat, and and while that's not something that we push to the international markets in terms of our casinos, we have a separate division that does that. Um, mm. we, we, we predominantly fo- focused on leisure business and obviously, uh, mass, uh, corporate business as well. Mm. But, uh, you know, we, we have to be grateful for, for that side of the, 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 the corporate that's, uh, allowed for the sustainability of the business. Yeah. So yeah, flexibility and on terms. And, um, I think, uh, I mean, what we've seen from a mass perspective is the, uh, the hybrid system of, uh, um, you know, uh, corporate corporate business, whether it's local or, or uh, international, um, where in the past we might have had uh, 500 guests flying into the Sun City Resort or to Table Bay. Uh, we might see half of that now, um, and the rest online. So, so there's there's a hybrid uh, system to conferencing. Yeah, and I think will I think that will remain remain. I don't see that changing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 definitely because there there are still people now, a lot of companies now that that want to just claw back a bit of lost revenue, and paying a hundred thousand rand or ten thousand dollars or something to send somebody to a conference. Um, yes. Yeah, around the world, and when they can do it from their office, um, and and still get the same knowledge and value. Um, so yes. Yeah, there there is a definite. Um, 
I mean, coming up, I've got an online conference next week. I'm doing Our Africa, and then in London, there's there's a physical um, workshop, uh, Celebrate Africa. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's I've also, I mean, there's definitely a, a hybrid a hybrid need for for both. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I think will change. Definitely the online uh, meetings, and and then also the you know, lenient uh, policies. Uh, but, but again, everybody, it's a give and take. I mean, I was, I was, you know, a part, a very much a part of, of um, speaking on behalf of the, the, the tour operators and the, the DMCs when, when, uh, when COVID struck and, you know, when, when some businesses, certainly not uh, Sun International at all, some businesses were enforcing these, these cancellation policies, but my opinion or my, uh, what I said was that it's not the guest canceling because your hotel is closed. So you are in fact the ones canceling. So, you know, so that, that was, you know, and and no one, well, very few people saw it that way. It's like, no, the booking has been canceled. It's like, but you know, if you break (laughs) it down, the guest didn't, didn't cancel the booking your hotel is closed. So even if I bring the guest to your front door, the, the, you know, you, you can't fulfill the booking. So, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad that, uh, you know, everybody's, everybody kind of saw logic in the end and, uh, and now there's long-term things in place and contracts to protect everybody. And I'm sure that. Absolutely. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, ultimately, the guests should have travel insurance in place to cover for everything. So, and I think the, you know, there, there is, there's, there's been COVID insurance that has, that has come out uh, and about. And I think, you know, travelers need to understand that uh, they yeah. need to protect themselves against anything. Yes. Uh, and, and, and they do expect um, a lot of flexibility as do the, as does the, the distribution channel. Uh, and that's right. Mm. Um, but I, I don't think it should solely land on the, on the product. No, no, no. Uh, I, and and I, I'm from a, I'm from a, uh, as you as you mentioned earlier, you know, we worked together at Thompson's Africa, uh, I, and I wear two hats in my role. Uh, I've always yeah, got the, exactly. the, the, the DMC DMC hat on, and I'm, I've always got the the product hat on, um, and and trying to find a way to 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 keep the distribution uh, channel protected and uh, and and happy with what we are doing. So I think we're doing a yeah. good job of it. Um, yeah. We have we have very few very few issues. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's it's a great uh, a group of companies. I remember uh, what was it now? Two years ago, when I went, maybe even no, two years ago, I went to stay at the Wild Coast and I did a video of your COVID protocols, which were great and at the forefront of what a lot of um, you know hotels were doing. You you had everything in place um, to yes. to keep your guests safe. And yeah, I mean, I published a, a lovely video that's that's on YouTube, and uh, um, luckily, you know, we don't need that anymore. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's it's uh, a lovely a lovely group of properties. I mean, I think every most South Africans would uh, that iconic Palace of the Lost City is ingrained in most of our minds as somewhere that you need to go at least once. I think from a domestic point of view. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I've, I've got memories as a, as a child, um, my parents driving us up from, from Durban <laughs> with the day, the days where you, you know, you had the old stinky, uh, egg mayo samis in the car and, uh, you got <laughs> up at uh, crack of crack of dawn and left yeah. for, 
left for left for Sun City from Durban, which was in, probably in those days was good. Yeah. Eight or nine hour drive, you know. Um, the roads weren't as good, but um, mm. yeah, it's you know the Palace and the Sun City Resort have had a major overhaul in the last two, uh, last three years. Um, the, the most recent being the, the the Palace of the Lost Cities, full full hotel refurb, all every single room uh, totally refurbed, uh, gutted and uh, and totally redone, and the addition of a of a, of the Royal Spa and salon. Uh, where ladies can get their uh, pedis and, and manis and uh, hair done if they want to, and also the addition mm. of a fitness center. So um, it's had a the main areas have had a, a huge overhaul as well. Um, there's new menus in place. Uh, the, the breakfast uh, spread is as enormous and as spectacular as you've ever as you've ever seen it. Uh, it's just amazing. The staff are going through a, a, a massive um, silver service training um uh, course and um we've got new management in there uh nico myberg uh it was announced two days ago nico myberg uh, is the new general manager and he's the uh he's the previous hotel manager at the table bay so we've got phenomenal um teams in-house the product is looking great the resort as a as a as a whole is looking unbelievable and um i think in the past you know if we look you know 40 years back um, Sun City was positioned as the, the glitzy glamour gambling um, destination for South Africans, and it's been uh, over the last uh, five years. It's been repositioned as a family leisure resort. The casino yeah. function has been dumbed down. It's it's not as in your face. Um, it's uh, it, it's really not the draw card anymore. The two championship golf courses, of course, uh, pull in a lot of overseas uh, groups, gol- golfing groups. Um, the proximity to the Pilansberg National Park is uh, is amazing, and what we found is, and we know that national parks aren't for everybody, um, but the proximity to the Medicare Game Reserve uh, for private safaris and the the combination of those with the palace uh, or the cascades uh, works well for the high end guests who want a more exclusive experience. Yeah. Yeah, the same as Las Vegas, I suppose. They're also going to the whole family. Uh family you know uh focus as well they, they they're trying to get a lot of resorts and so for sure yeah yeah so um so what um what do you think the last three years uh, i mean what 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 personality traits did you realize about yourself that you didn't that maybe you hadn't uh come to the fore just yet i mean certainly uh yeah, it's it's a, lo- a lovely question. I like to ask people, and I get so many beautiful answers. What what do you, yeah, what what do you think? You... <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm trying not to be boring here and say you know uh, resilience and agility because we we know that's that that was needed by everybody. Yeah, uh, I would have to say um, for me, you know, having joined Sun International in twenty in 2018, and uh, still being relatively uh, new employee of the of the business and then going through you know 2019 wasn't the easiest year either uh but then 2020 hits and we 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 you know descended further into the abyss uh it 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 taught me um a lot of strategic uh planning and uh um analysis um we 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 I think personally think we over strategized, um, you know, there was, there was panic all over. I still remember very clearly 
we had just been away as an international sales team to Eswatini for our annual strat. And um, we were at the Royal Swazi. And um, sadly, uh, that has also now uh, closed its doors. Uh, it's no longer part of our, our, our group. And that's that was down to COVID. Uh, but uh, we were on the way back. It was February 2020. And we were driving back to Johannesburg. And uh, we, we at that point, this was only a time, this problem was only in China. And yeah. we had spent the, the we had spent the last three days, uh, you know, strategizing as to how we could help one of our colleagues out who looked after the Chinese region, uh, and he was going to have to pivot and, and help his his local operators to sell domestic uh, business. Mm. And uh, and then in no time at all, um, it was uh, upon us. So you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of knee jerk reactions and 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 meetings and strategic uh, or needs for new plans and what we how are we going to do this. Um, and so it's, it's, yeah, it taught me a lot about cost of sales, um, and, uh, and, and analysis and, st- and strategy, but, uh, yeah, taught us, it taught us a lot, uh, as to how to handle it, um, how to weather the storm, what to do to protect our teams. Um, yeah, I'd never been through a section 189, um, uh, restructuring before I had to go yeah. through that uh nasty i mean a lot of pe- a lot of mm. thousands of people lost their jobs um at sun international when your hotels are closed for six months you don't need waiters and, and waitresses mm. and uh bar ladies and croupiers and uh your room attendants it mm. was a very sad thing to witness um so thankfully coming out of this and with our business increasing and the pipeline looking amazing uh into this year and and next uh it's you know we've been able to to bring those people back from furlough and from, uh, you know, uh, from having been, um, uh, asked to, asked to leave. It was very, very, very tough time. So yeah, a lot, a lot of lessons learned over that, over this last three years. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible to think when, I mean, I, you know, obviously as the anniversaries are coming up now and, and you're all, certainly I am remembering three years ago, um, and and you know watching the news and just you know obviously nobody had any idea about what was coming but you know i also had an international sales trip planned and you know it was right up until i think three or four days before we we were going you know the bags were packed almost and and then yeah, yeah. like and then it was no no sorry we it's it's like the world is shutting down and i remember I remember some U.S. clients because after you left, I, I looked after the U.S. Um, and then, um, yeah, I remember U.S. clients phoning me and saying, we we have to get our people on the ground out today. And I'm like, no, man, you know, you know, it'll, it'll, you know, but they said, no, because such and such a country shut its borders. And I'm like, oh, it's not, no one's going to shut the borders. And, you know, and, and it's just, you just, you don't. And then all of a sudden, a few hours later, South Africa shuts the borders. And, you know, it's, it's, it was just, yeah. I mean, I just, and it's all sort of coming back to me now to use the words of a song, but it, it, uh, um, yeah, it's amazing how like you. I'm remembering February 2020 and and March 2020 when it was, and April and May and you know it's it yeah it was, and and you know to 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 think that it's it's almost unbelievable now to think that, sure you know we 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 threw it we threw it and 
with with um like for me it's almost well you know you're scared to kind of exhale because you we always we were so used to kind of thinking okay it's over and then all of a sudden red lists and uh, you know new waves and new variants and all that kind of stuff and <laughs> but but I, I i do i do think we I do think we threw it now. I think if there was ever another family meeting where where there was where someone told me that they were going to shut bottle stores down for a month, then you know, I think there would be issues. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I mean, it seems it seems like uh, I think we all want to forget about it and and yeah. um, but not forget the lessons we learned. Um, but it is it does seem like a a dream or a, a bit surreal. You know, all of the things that that we were doing and and had to put up with. I mean. I ran a half marathon around the house in the garden, which is completely nuts. I wouldn't suggest yeah. that to, to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, we, you know, you go to the shops and you, everybody's in masks and you can't, you know, you, 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 you uh, there was like panic buying of toilet rolls. I mean, it's completely mm. nuts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a, a very strange time indeed. I don't think, I don't, I really don't think we're going to have anything worse well, than that happened to the, than to the industry. I think that was, that was that was i mean for for the length of time that we were out of commission i can't see Two i think years. the world's yeah, yeah I, I think the world's learned to listen that we we cannot do this to our economies anymore we've got to trade and it, it was very clear that that the, the the closing of borders didn't make any difference to the yeah. the, the spread uh, transmission of 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 covid yeah so yeah um we take away the positives and we smile and we 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 look back and we we say we made it and we yeah. we've got to just, we've got to look at the silver lining. There's lots of silver linings around it. No, they um, are. They so. are. But, but we also still have to, there are still businesses that are, that need, that need help. You know, there's, there's, uh, you know, even in the UK, there's, there's the hospitality businesses that, uh, you know, there's, there's a big worry about because, you know, people have been able to, to carry themselves through. Um, and now it's kind of getting to crunch time. So I think we just have to remember that. And if we do have the ability to kind of support uh, all these small businesses that uh, that just need um, need a bit of a helping hand just to just to get through, you know, even though even though the pandemic itself is is you know to all intents and purposes over and everyone's got back to normal, there is still that financial uh, hangover, and that the companies still have to to get through. Um, so yeah, I think we just need to remember that as well just sure. one uh, those one... businesses those yes go for it no 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 carry on i was just going to say you know for those businesses that are struggling um and all for those people that are struggling um just to remember that every every day is a new opportunity um you you and you have the decision you you can make the decision whether to stay or leave um you, you don't have to remain um uh, in any industry but I would urge that you don't give up. That you yeah. that you you know that you really um, dig down, and if you fall down six times, you stand up seven. Um, yeah. If you if you you know focus on your strengths, network, speak to those, educate yourself. You know, join join tourism groups mm. um, because it, it's it's. <laughs> I know there were a lot of tourism groups that that were set up over over the last few years, and that was almost like counselling. I mean, you're all sharing yeah. you know stories and and dealing with things together, and it helps. Yeah. Um, and then you may you you never know you may meet someone there may be another opportunity you may pick up an idea and then you're a for away and you moving in the right trajectory again and that's 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 what we've got to strive for there's always hope 
Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think for, for the companies that, that are doing well, like don't forget that we were all in the same boat. And yeah. you know, don't don't forget that humility that you needed to learn. Um yes. in, in the in those times because nobody was doing well. Everybody, you know, was was worried, you know, uh, you know, it was it was terrible. So now that maybe there's a bit of money and bookings coming through, like just remember that for not not everybody is 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 rising up as as quickly and so there are still people that are right. still struggling and and I would just urge those companies not to not to forget um that that everybody needs help including them and um and just yeah just remember just remember that and uh the whole um I'm too busy to you know or no we we can't do this we can't do that I think it's it's very much well just try because we all we were all in this together and some of us you know some businesses are still are, st- are still needing that 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 helping hand and and don't don't forget that you know that's that's what i would i would say to, oh, absolutely and yeah. i mean we we're you know not only the the people that are working in the, in the organizations but you know we we've got a huge we have always had a huge drive but i think we ramp, we certainly ramping up the socio-economic development initiatives around our products, especially around uh, products like um, Sun City, uh, where there's a huge, uh, a huge uh, disadvantaged community outside mm. of Sun City who probably never have never been inside. Um, there's a lot of uh, school initiatives out that way, free planting initiatives that go on in, the, in that area. Um, very various uh, uh, things that Sun City have a dedicated CSI and SED uh, manager, and that is their sole responsibility. It's working with the mm. communities, uh, working with um, on initiatives that are going to be more green and more you know, towards more sustainable tourism. So, mm. uh, yeah, there's there's a huge focus or outside of our businesses. You know, for the for those that work for us at Sun City, they they, they probably support four or five in a home. Um, so, uh, it's it's a very important that we keep those businesses running optimally to make sure that uh, we are protecting them and their families uh, for for generations to come yeah no no absolutely and and that's what i mean one of the questions i ask people are what what would you like to see you know what do you think still needs to change but i think from having spoken to you you've kind of described what what needs to change but what is changing already you know i think mm-hmm. i think you've kind of see sun international seems to have thought of of um of everything and unless there is something that you wanted to mention about just in general in the tourism industry of yeah. you know a couple of things that or maybe even one thing that you think still needs to kind of change in order for it to move forward with full steam yeah. i mean uh, just first of all wanted to comment on what you said there um you know we we have been around a while um they, we don't get it right all the time we we we're not perfect um but we do uh you know we do try to to sort out uh, any issues uh quickly um while the guest is on the ground uh, so that it's uh, it, it doesn't delay or, or you know so that those guests uh, still feel the love um i think but what i think uh, still needs to change is the perception around travel to africa um there, there's there's still a, a great misunderstanding of the destination, especially well all over Africa, but I'm I'm referring to South Africa, and uh, the, you know the perception of what uh, South Africa is uh, is based on what they you know people see on the news, and uh, we we you know our South African tourism uh, officers 
uh, and um, other associations here, the TBCSA and the SATSA organization, um, we work with, very closely with. Um, and when we when we we do our little bit to try and educate um, our our uh, prospective travellers through our representative offices globally, um, yeah, it's you know I think people I think the general the general public still feel that South Africa is is uh, is not as first world in terms of the cities as, as it is. Um, yeah, you know that it's difficult to get around and and that we don't have world class product. And what makes me smile is when we see the guest reviews about how incredible, uh, you know, they, the guests had, um, when, when they, when they're completely blown away by the choice of wines or the cuisine served mm. at the, at the properties or the activities, uh, you know, that, that are offered. It's, uh, we have a very special, um, destination. We know there's a lot of natural beauty, uh, but I, I think our people make it, make it up that, you know, the, the term Ubuntu is, is, is really unique to South Africa, uh, not only in its word, but it, in its actual, uh, you know, what it means. Um, I, I, there's very few places when you travel around the world where a stranger will come up to you and ask you if you need help. You know, if you're looking lost or, uh, or um, generally the South Africans are those people. And uh, I think that just enhances the experience experiences for our international guests. I see it when I'm walking around the Cape Town waterfront. Puts a big smile on my face, um, yeah. you know, to see foreigners having fun and 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 also enjoying uh, the fact that the local South Africans will uh, engage with them without hesitation, and that is pretty pretty special. You don't yeah. get that very much anywhere else. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's uh, yeah, like it's it's hard to describe, really. It's uh, yeah, that that um, that lovely that lovely feeling. Uh, Oh, in, in in Africa, but um, I mean, Sun International, a, a great a great group. You've got the Table Bay in Cape Town, the Boardwalk in PE, um, Sibaya in Durban, and Lost City and the Maslow and in Joburg and Pretoria. Uh, forgive me if I've forgotten any, but that's a great, uh, a lovely circuit um, to to do for any yes. for any kind of tourist uh, group. And for those listening. Check out sunintl.com and also speak to your local uh, travel advisor, and they can they can get in touch and make sure that you experience those products. So thanks, Andrew, for uh, you, for being my guest, and uh, it's uh, hope, hope to, no problem, and hope to see you again soon. I'm sure we will. Um, that's the great thing I'm... about this uh, this business. Yeah, you, we get to see each other all the time. We know our paths will cross, and uh, mm. yeah, I just wanted to mention um, on Friday, I am off to see Kevin Hart in show at our hotel in in Pretoria, which is what's actually in Menlin, but close to Pretoria, uh, which is the Times Square, yeah, uh, uh, Times Square, Mazo Times Square, and uh, Kevin Hart's going to be performing there on Friday night. So awesome! Uh, Ruth, Ruth, and I are heading off there, and uh, looking oh. forward to that. And before you before you ask, I didn't get a discount for accommodation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was thinking more about discount on the tickets, which was a couple thousand bucks from what I hear. But uh, yeah. no, 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 I'm ta- I'm no, we're sitting further back. I've taken binoculars. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, no, he is he is quite yeah. funny. He's he's done um he's done some stuff before, hasn't he, in uh, South Africa? Yeah. So I'm not actually sure, um, but I do like him as a comedian and and I enjoy yeah. his movies. 
So yeah. um, I think I think it'll be a high energy show, and that's one thing that we're great, really grateful to see coming back. Uh, you know, in in, in Menlin, we we just had Sting there perform. Um, yeah. uh, counting Counting Crows are coming in. Wow. There's there's you know big big international groups coming out. Um, so it's nice to be securing those uh, those performances and and putting South Africa back on the map. Yeah, I mean, Sun International has always been good with that. I remember even Queen, you performed at Sun City in the 80s. And yeah, I mean, there was, yeah, uh, have, yeah you've always you've always managed to get the... the Michael Jackson, I mean, yeah, Jean-Michel yeah. Jarre was doing his yes. uh, his, la- yeah. his laser and, and music shows when that was, you know, the, the biggest thing. So, yeah. It's, I think it's, even, even know, old Elton John performed at the, the Valley of the Waves, didn't he? Yeah, so you've... That's, that's right. That's you've right. Had, you've you've had it all. You've had it all. You got to get some stuff back down to old Derbs, man. It's uh, Durban always misses out on these things. That's true. I was yeah. just at uh, not so long ago. We had the Ned Bank Golf Challenge on, and uh, and and uh, Black Coffee performed at the Valley oh, of Waves, and that mm. was there was a few thousand people on the beach um, listening to you know a really great musical artist. Uh, so you know we we've I'm very fortunate to work for this brand and uh, and and I know there's there's, there's some amazing years ahead. So yeah. we just push on, we just push on, and we um we give of our best and we try and we try and uh, live up to you know the the brand and uh, and what what the guests will expect from us. Yeah. Oh well, thanks uh, thanks again, Andrew, and um, keep well, and we'll um, we'll see you soon. Thank you, Graham. Are we recording yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh damn yeah i forgot to press record <laughs> no, no i'm joking all right yeah well Thanks, we better, i better stop now we'll see you soon ciao man much appreciated Bye. thanks for tuning into kuzacast where we explore the world of tourism with leaders from all corners of the globe join me graham watson for future episodes as we dive into the latest trends and insights from the industry don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating And we'll see you next time on KuzaCast.